0: <laughs> there we go. That's fine. Uh, jingle. Beautiful jingle.
1: Oh,
2: hello, friends. Grab a chair, grab your wine. You are listening to the Close Friends podcast. This is where we hit record on our IRL conversations as friends. Um, surviving diving and thriving headfirst that's the wrong order uh into life as millennials trying to have a good time um and
0: (sighs)
1: god wow (laughs) I've completely forgotten it (laughs) we've also just we've also sung that intro like three times and I forgot to have my earpods in and various technical issues um but we're back not properly but just for one episode
2: we are back for a special little episode because we ended up chatting a lot about this topic on whatsapp as a three and as a four also with sophie milner and we thought we'd have a proper chat about it with you guys and bring you in on our thoughts um We're also aware that we closed off the pod quite abruptly and we have spoken amongst ourselves and figured that every now and then when we really have something to chat about, we'll come back on, we'll log back in and uh, we will deliver something interesting for you. So that's why we are here.
1: That was the whole point of it as well. It's like, we had so many things that we wanted to say and that's, you know, we'd have these chats between the three of us and we'd be like, we need to start a podcast. So we did. And then I think once you start doing it on a weekly basis, you're like thinking of stuff to say rather than it being organic. And this is, I just, I don't know, quite excited about this. I've been thinking about it all day. So it's been really nice to like come back to it with stuff where we feel very like impassioned to talk about, um, which I think makes the best podcasts really.
2: Agreed completely. We are missing Sazbaz as she is in yes. a completely different time zone. I believe she's in Hawaii right now, yes. jammy bugger. Yes. Um, yes, but a lot of this thinking is shared by her as well and we've had many a conversation about this. So she is definitely here in spirit. Would you like to introduce our topic, Lucy?
1: I will. So um, just I'm going to explain this so that everyone can understand not just the sort of UK audience. Um, but essentially what's happened, um, in the past week is a, um, a star from Love Island, the reality show, um, who has now become a very famous influencer, probably one of the most famous, um, influencers in terms of lifestyle, I would say in the UK here. Um, she is also the creative director of a uh, pretty little thing, which is a fast, fast fashion, uh, brand, um, with various different, um, issues within that um, which we'll dissect later um but essentially she went on a podcast maybe a couple of months ago now but the the creator of the podcast recently shared a soundbite a clip of her interview that she did um and within the interview some things were said and these things have caused mass outrage um things like tweets and the usual thing when anything sort of controversial happens, on tweets, tweets, comments, lots of, um, lots of conversations online happening about it. So what I'm going to do firstly is play the clip just so everyone knows what was said in the clip. Um, they're just sitting in a podcast room, just chatting with my friends. But I'm going to play the audio for you now. So this is Molly May speaking,
0: the influencer we do. And I just think like you, you're given one life and it's
1: down to you what you do with it. Like you can literally go in any direction. And when I've spoken about that before in the past, I have been slammed a little bit with people saying, you know, like, it's easy for you to say that, you know, you've grown up and you've not grown up in poverty. You've not grown up, you know, with major money struggles. So if you just sit there and say that, all have the t- same 24 hours in a day, it's not correct. And I'm like, technically what I'm saying is correct, we, we do. So I understand that obviously we all have different backgrounds and we're all raised in different ways and we do have different financial situations, but I think if you want something enough, you can achieve it. And it just depends to what lengths you want to go to get where you want to be in the future. And I'll go to any lengths, like I,
0: I've worked my absolute self to get where I am now. Mm,
1: okay. So as you can gather, that clip was around work ethic. Yes. Oh. About. Oh um yeah so the clip's around business she's come on the podcast as in the position of someone who has been appointed as a CEO recently for pretty little thing uh, business owner etc it's a business podcast um so Tara do you want to I mean maybe we should talk about the how you, like initial feelings maybe when you first heard that how did you feel I mean it's wrong
2: First of all, like what she's saying is is incorrect and it's ignorant. Uh, And I've written a post about it on Instagram if anyone wants to go and check that out, if you haven't seen it. But it's all about equity versus equality and the fact that actually we don't all have the same, we might all have 24 hours in a day, but they're not the same because we have different hurdles that we need to jump over and different things that we need to do. And we all have different privileges in life. And that's a sliding scale of of you know how much shit we have to put up with basically in our lives Mm -hmm. and so that's why it's ignorant but the response online has been absolutely horrendous for this poor girl who's also um sorry Lucy you said CEO I just want to correct you she's creative director um yes of pretty little thing yeah she's also she's also 22 years old right Mm. came off came off Love Island with a huge amount of fame. Did she win? Do you know? I think she came second. Okay. Well, that that kind of vibe anyway. She's got like 6 million followers on Instagram or something. I mean, so huge fame at 22, uh, has been appointed this incredible position with not that much experience, if any experience, I'm not entirely sure. So (laughs) there's a lot of hate already towards her I think and there's a lot of people who are jealous of her success and so the response on TikTok and on Instagram that I've seen has been very very bitter when you could argue that if somebody had just told her look hun, this is why you're wrong she'd have been like oh shit I'm really sorry and that would have been the end of that it's just because she has such mm. a massive platform she, you know you can't you can't make mistakes and have somebody say hey love here you can just just mm. learn and you know everyone just goes absolutely nuts
1: <sighs> yeah and I think this draws in really nicely to our cancel culture episode that we recorded kind of near the start of season one I think. Um, and the thing is, we, we've we not jumped on this podcast to do a podcast just dissecting why you do have, well, you don't have the same many hours in a day as, as everyone else. I mean, Tara, your post was the perfect response, in my opinion, because it was so educational and you just basically like, no, here are the facts without saying name calling or, um, you know, getting in her comments, sending, you know, rude messages. And I think this is just, it's almost like the straw that broke the camel's back, I think, with the critique against her. Um, and you know, when I watched that clip, I my first thing was like I was cringing because I was thinking, Oh, mm. and do you know what? Part of that cringe comes from a place of, Well, fuck, I think I probably shared an infographic maybe a few years ago saying, We all have you know, we all had 24 hours of this. I'm almost certain that you know, I've seen those floating around, and at a time in my life when I was younger, I'm almost certain that I didn't, you know, I would have just been, well, yeah, we do. Um, And that comes from not understanding your privilege. And that is exactly um, the position that Molly is in. She does not understand her privilege. She, um, and that's, you know, transparent just from her being appointed the creative director of such a awful, corrupt company um, and shamelessly plugging them, you know, in the way she does. So it was cringe she is wrong but grown adults reacting in this way no there has there has to be another way it's
2: really awful to see like people really taking the piss out of her but properly like in a really mean way like we're not at school anymore we're not teenagers and it's just Mm. and then the amount of how happy everybody else seems to be about it, and how much, how how many likes all of these posts are getting, and from like quite respectable accounts as well, you know, accounts who do, who say the right things normally, and you know, take the mick out of the right kind of people and spread the right kind of mm. messages. Usually, have just absolutely gone in on her, and I don't think it's fair at all. And Mm. I actually feel really sorry for her at this stage. I think we all have a responsibility to be good human beings. Like I'm not, I'm not defending her in any way. I think, you know, that I think what she said is wrong, but it is not i mean we need to be decent human beings we can't just go and like you wouldn't if you saw her on the street we would not have what you see in bloody game of thrones she wouldn't be walking down naked and we'd be like throwing eggs at her okay like we just don't do that in our society so why the hell is it acceptable to do that online
1: it's it's the dehumanization though of these people and it happens at once you reach a certain size audience the the more you grow online the less people treat you like an actual human being. And I think partly that comes down to jealousy, people being envious of the power. And then obviously in turn, people not necessarily agreeing with all of your thoughts, all of your morals, etc., and that becoming a point of contention. So you feel like you have to lash out and be like, this isn't fair, this person has this power and they're not using it in a certain way. But one thing I would draw to people's attention is, Molly May has six million, or ha- I don't know if that's real. Is that is that it's real? 6 yeah, I checked six million. Fucking hell, she has six million followers on Instagram for a reason, and that is because people like her, they like what she says, they like her lifestyle, they like watching it, and that is a problem with our society. That mm. is our society. Um, I do not follow Molly May because I'm not interested in what she posts, and also I you know, this is not a podcast to bash money Rae, like I've said, but she's not my cup of tea. She's just yeah. not. And at the same, like in the same breath, I, when I was reading some of the stuff that's been saying about it, I was like, this is, it was just mean spirited, like you said, Tara. Mm. It was so passive aggressive, nasty. And I felt the weight of that also being a, a woman in business and also a, a female influencer with an audience, I could mm. I could feel the um, the sort of resentment from that as well. Um, you know, it's not just that she said something ignorant, but it's the, the fact that it's said by her. Um, yep. And Tara, you even pointed out in that clip that we just played, Stephen Bartlett, the man whose podcast it is, says, I absolutely agree at the end of her clip. And he
2: has got no shit whatsoever. Actually, he's tweeted... He's tweeted that he's had loads of men on his podcast say things like that, and nobody has ripped them to shreds. I think mm. there's a lot of stuff at play here. I think the first one yeah. is that we are not used to seeing women succeed. And we're also really not used to seeing women succeed very quickly. So mm. that's that jump in, you know, and I, I can feel my internal in, internalized misogyny coming out here. Like I can feel it because I'm not that keen on it either. The fact that she came off the mm. show, she went straight into a sh- stupidly high position at one of the biggest companies, like fashion companies. So
0: we know you hate Lamb Island. It the doesn't
2: sit. Yeah, I know, right? And we know this. And Pretty Little Thing, I could literally just like, um, mm. <laughs> but the whole thing, just like you know. But if we look at every single man that's had these opportunities based on nothing to climb the ranks faster than anybody else Do we do we give a shit? Do we even know that no. it's happening? Does anybody actually care? No, because we're so used to it. Slash, it happens behind yeah. closed doors and not in the public eye, so we don't care. But as soon as it's a woman doing it, we're not. Yeah. We we we're so society is just not ready for it. Um, and I see it in yeah. myself too.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I see it myself too. And I can't remember who said this. I think it was. Um... I can't remember who it was, but basically it was a female influencer. She'd had a baby, right? And because of the growth of her platform, she'd started making money. And it was around the time that she became pregnant. She said she's never received more hate since firstly, becoming a mother. And secondly, since earning money and visibly showcasing it, not, you know, I'm not saying she's like got bags of cash and that she's throwing around on stories, but people noticing oh she's got that pram oh she's in that flat oh she's you know she's driving this car all those things she's never received more hate since that and I think that that pairing of what you should be like as a mother and also what you should be like as a woman in business you need to be Mm. um you need to be humble you need to be vulnerable you need to be emotional you need to always be um self-depreciating in order to be relatable rather than you know, oh, I've, I'm doing really well, my business is growing well, I have sold this many product, you know, it's all of that. Um, So that 100% comes into play. I think, you know, just a few weeks ago, there were Daily Mail articles talking about Molly May's burglary, and how her and her boyfriend got burgled, and X amount of hundreds of thousands of pounds worth was stolen. And that was the big thing of like, oh my god she's so rich why is she upset that this this much got stolen oh you know the the week before she was showing off a Cartier bracelet or something that was like you know 30 grand or something and people were talking about the price tag and I find the the hard thing is that as I'm saying this I fucking hate the pretty little thing I mean Mm i I bought fast fashion in in the past and learning more and more about it there's no ignoring how fucking awful the treatment of minority groups are in these businesses women um so i get it like i get the backlash i get it but ish to be aimed at her let's throw this heat onto who's who is the ceo i don't know but
2: he owns boohoo as well it's the same company isn't it yeah we're not we're not actually angry at molly may we're angry at the system we're angry at society we're angry at these these Assholes at the top of these awful companies that are just absolutely raking it in and paying their mm-hmm. staff next to nothing other than molly may who gets all the shit for them it's mm-hmm. just oh god you saying that just makes me so angry like why can yeah. not we direct all of our anger at the actual people that matter in this situation rather than her
1: do you know what um so i was talking about this in another whatsapp group with my girls uh from uni uh, someone put a screenshot in. Uh, again, I can't find it. I should definitely be more prepared for you this. Know. Um, basically, it was by Joanne, the comedian. In fact, we tried to get her on the podcast, but
0: I shouldn't see the message.
1: Um, let me find it because she put it on Stories.
0: Um, so, okay. Well, that's Caroline Heron.
1: Whilst you're looking,
2: I think my main takeaway from all of this is that we need to be more mindful. And like, I wish this could reach the absolute masses. We need to actually understand and do the work to understand where our anger is coming from and stop yes. tearing down every woman that just fits the bill for for whatever anger is is inside of us like mm-hmm. she said some dumb shit but she does not deserve all of this she deserves like somebody to come and tell her look hon that was wrong this is why um and that's it and that should be mm-hmm. that uh, and mm-hmm. whoever whatever man runs pretty little thing and boohoo should be <sighs> yeah some bad stuff should happen to him that'd be great <laughs>
1: yeah (laughs) we are not responsible for anything that bad happens to this (laughs) man but we hope bad things happen um okay it's caroline heron sorry she said i don't know of molly may by the way this is from an instagram post that she put on her feed so you guys can check it out if you want to um i don't know molly may i don't watch any of those shows i have no stake here in defending her but my god the pylon is having to watch she's a 22 year old woman none of you said. None of you said daft things when you were young, question mark. I will never, ever understand the check your privilege crew screaming like a baying mob via their smartphones or computers that we all know are made in China by workers who are paid a pittance. Define the irony. She's repeating something that plenty of people have said before her. Is it right? No, of course it's not. Is it deserving of the pylon she's currently experiencing? And then I cut the end of the screenshot off, but I think she says no. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, honestly, it's just, that's it. And- I was talking to um, one of the girls from knobs just on dms because she applied to our stories um, and I didn't actually um, I wish I would asked if I could read out her message but I didn't get permission in time, um, but she was essentially saying like. Um, you know, as a as a black woman it's so fucking degrading seeing people like her being championed and supported when. She spent her whole life in her workforce, you know, trying to be the palatable black woman trying, you know, because kicking off or um, calling out any of these types of issues would mean that she'd be seen as a sort of angry black woman. So she finds it really hard in these situations to um, express herself. And it's really like painstaking just seeing w- white women like Molly Mae, you know, get off scot free and being able to, um, you know, say these things on a podcast and have a man agree with you and it be shared and whatever, um, and not have any sort of form of, um, like responsibility almost. And she said herself that like, she doesn't think that the, the trolling is not right. But I guess the question that we have to figure out is what, how do we channel how, like, what do we do? Because someone again came back to, I did a story about this and someone came back and was like, or you could just call them out. And I was like, what does calling out mean though what is what are the actions of calling someone out is that is is calling out going into their comment section of their latest post and writing something sarcastic or something whatever if that if you think that's your the best kind of activism to fight against this then i'm sorry like you're deluded that is not the best type yes you might cause a sting to the person who said it and you might initially feel better. And maybe for minority groups, maybe that's a really good, maybe you feel fucking great after that. And it's like a bit of respite that you can take from the whole situation. I get that. But if we're actually talking about change, we need to like, this is why I liked your post Tara. It was education. You educated your audience, your, your world, your sphere on how ignorant it was, how the world actually works. And that for me is so much more powerful than sending mm. a comment.
2: i completely agree and i think we need to ask ourselves like what do we want to achieve and if we want to achieve like a a world where more people understand what's going on with that quote and what it actually means and and understand their own privilege and uh, all, all of that kind of stuff instead of going to tell molly may that she's an idiot like we need to be whenever somebody's talking about it say actually do you know why that quote is wrong? Let's talk about that instead. Let's not talk about how dumb she is. Let's, you know, see if you can dissect it properly for me. Let's have a conversation about this. Let's, let's talk about what she could have said instead. That kind of stuff is the mm-hmm. constructive stuff rather than calling mm. her out for, for, for not understanding these things.
1: Mm. Yeah. Shall we play I,
2: a voice note that we received?
1: Yes. So on stories, we asked um, some of you close friends if we could uh, play be one of your voice notes and your opinions. And we did ask actually for opinions from people who do think that the tweets and not necessarily the like awful fucking trolling, disgusting ones, but the backlash hat is needed in order to create change. Um, so let me just
0: find one.
1: Um, so this is an anonymous uh, one, but I'm gonna play it out from one of you.
0: I think if people can get cancelled for things that they've done, say 10 years ago, because they were 17 or 18, then a 22-year-old woman should know that actually it comes from a place of privilege to say that everyone has the same 24 hours in a day when that's simply not true. I've seen people online try and turn it into a gender thing that this would never happen to a man and that she's 22 by the end of the day a 22-year-old living in 2022 will know that actually people who are less able-bodied, people who have children, people who have caring responsibilities like young carers, people who are having to work full-time because they're on a low income, really do not have the same 24 hours in the day as a millionaire and someone from a quite privileged background herself, even before she became that rich. And I think everyone has a right to be calling her out because what she said
2: is wrong. What do you think? I don't disagree with anything she said other than the part where calling her out is a good thing. Like, yes, to all mm. the rest of it, she should have known, sure. Mm. But calling her out is not the best course of action. I mean, somebody needs, to, one person needs to say to one person that she actually trusts and, you know, someone needs to tell her, right? That's not yeah. Joe blogs on the internet telling her that she's yeah. an idiot because she didn't know these mm-hmm. things and taking out their anger about the world as we live in it and as we know it about society on her I don't think that's fair
1: yeah I yeah thank you for sharing if that was your um yeah your voice note we've, we've actually got a few which I mean we've also not listened to anything yeah. yet so these are just our like organic thoughts um but i completely agree and i agree with everything in that voice note but what i would say that we need to get clearer on in this conversation is what is calling someone out what does that mean yes we need to call it out but the reality of a call out on social media and instagram at the moment is hundreds of thousands of um messages to that one person say molly may had um i don't know ten thousand instagram um followers, right? She was still appointed, she still, you know, ha- had a following. She was a, still appointed the creator director of Pretty Little Thing. And she still went on this podcast and she still said the same thing. She would have still had backlash, obviously, because she is wrong and she should not have said that. Um but the amount of uh calling out in the form of comments, DMs, whatever, would have been far, 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 far smaller. She may have she might have got 10, perhaps, maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. 50. Um, depending on on numbers and that means that the um, backlash or the calling out would have been far more smaller um so at what point are like what number of dms what number of comments what number of messages would warrant enough of a calling out where does it stop and what how many is enough is what i would say
2: someone just needed to tell them why it was wrong like we don't need all of these comedy sketches in inverted commas about, you know, her working in sweatshops and stuff. Like that's not, that's not anything to do with like trying to educate Molly May and make her a better person. That's just trying Mm -hmm. to get yourself more followers and likes. And uh, mm. that's what it is. And like everyone commenting underneath it really mean, horrible things. That's also not to help educate her on how to be a better human being. That's just mm. like anger and frustration that's going to give you 10 seconds of adrenaline and endorphins for like, for what? For a comment that could contribute to her feeling so awful about herself that, I mean, we've seen this uh-huh. before. People people not alive themselves because of social media hate. Like we've seen this. Parallel Black yeah so what are we doing like do we really and then it's
1: all be kind yeah Yeah. this is what I mean like at what point is it enough at what point and I know that people a lot of people have said like she just needed to come out and just like accept responsibility say this say that and like (sighs) what apology is good enough I don't know I don't know and you know I, I read her story in it you know it wasn't it wasn't really taking responsibility really but the the amount of of hate also like when you're part again we talked about this in um in fact it was with africa brook actually like the mob mentality when you're in um i'm gonna say woke spaces mm-hmm. very left-leaning spaces you are part and i say this as a woman who is left-leaning you become part of this angry mob and because the goal almost always is to support those who need it the most, i.e. in Molly May's comments, it would be people who do not have privileges that she has, right? It's like, you feel like you're doing the right thing. You feel good and you feel virtuous and you're like, yes, I'm on the good side. I'm going to join in with this angry mob and we're going to tell her and we are going this is activism. This is what, you know, what we're doing here. But when you break it down, this is not, it's causing further divide. It's not going to, it's only going to make the person who's, if you think about like, you know, you've done something wrong, we've all done and said shit we should not have said in our lifetimes. When we're young, we've all said dumb shit, right? If you had 10 people surrounding you, screaming at you, mocking you, making fun of you, mimicking you, talking about the way you look because of the thing you said, that is going to be a deep wallowing the hole of shame you the best conversations i've had once i have if i've said something or upset someone is when a friend has come to me and they've said you know what what you said that actually is upsetting to me or i actually don't agree with what you said here's why those are the mo- those are the conversations that we need for change those are the best conversations that you know you can have in a lifetime and i know that the the argument might be Molly may maybe doesn't have people around her to 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 tell her but <sighs> Is it the job of all of us to pile on? No,
2: no, no, I completely agree. I love that. I think my closing thoughts on this would be that if this has affected you and you're now thinking about the people that you follow, just have a good old cleanse and make sure that everyone that you're following and listening to on the internet are people that you can resonate with on a lot of different levels and don't expect all of the people that you follow for reason a to also align with your reason b of following someone else because like you know fashion influencers might not be politicians and vice versa like it's just it doesn't work like that we can't just put these people that we look up to on the internet up on these pedestals and expect them to get every single thing right it's just not our works so yeah
1: do you do you find like with your like the topics that you talk about on instagram they are very like to some which is funny controversial topics um like do you find with your audience growing especially on tiktok have you had People call you out for not being enough, enough of you know, enough of an activist, despite talking about topics which is a form of activism.
2: I had a few people ask me why I wasn't talking about the El Darby situation, which we're not going to go into. But like, some people asking me like, why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you talking about this? Mm. Or like, people will send me stuff and say you should talk about this. I'm like, look, Mm. guys, like, I appreciate the sentiment, and I appreciate that you want my opinion on stuff,
1: but no I do also have a life <laughs> yeah and also like I think with that stuff is when you force someone to talk on a topic they mm. don't actually grasp yet for example putting Molly Mae on a business podcast which is talking about organic growth from the ground up she's not that girl <laughs> she shouldn't be talking about it I have such a good
2: example of something. Okay. So this was ages ago when I was still using women with an X in it um, to like just encompass like all women. Right. Somebody mm-hmm. I put up a post and it had that that word in it spelled like that. And somebody DM'd me saying, hey. Um, I hope you don't take this in the wrong way, but this is an article explaining why um, trans women prefer you to just use the word women instead. And like, actually it's, you know, it, that's more inclusive and that's the way that they, they'd like you to present that word. Right. Just like that and say, I really hope this doesn't offend you. And um, yeah, like just that, that, right. Mm. That is the way, that is the way to go about this. Cause then I could message back and say, thank you so much. I deleted the post immediately, put it up differently. like yeah yeah that's the answer this was a stranger right Mm. people could have dogpiled my comments and been like oh you know have you not read the news
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) not right also also obviously I'm not speaking on that exact situation because why would I as a woman who is not trans um but I would say just because someone is really outraged doesn't always mean they're right just because Mm -hmm. someone's saying the way that you did this is really upsetting to me because of X, Y and Z doesn't, although you, although I actually think, you know, if they've come to you in a really lovely way and a respectful way, I do think it's important to understand where they're coming from and take that time and that headspace and put your ego aside and be like, let me just listen to this person. But it doesn't necessarily always mean that you have to change your behavior Um, because we will get ourselves into a situation where we feel like we can't talk, say, or do anything because it's triggering someone's trauma or whatever. Um, And, you know, I'm saying this again as a privileged white woman, which is important to say, you know, we are both very privileged. um, But I do think it's a scary thought thinking about if we only side with people who are the most angry and the most outraged, we're all going to join the mob we're all going to join that mob and then people are going to be dehumanized online and the the outcome of that is a very real um fatal one
0: yeah
1: um so yeah yeah feels
0: good to get it off (laughs) it does it
1: bloody does and I hope you've
2: been here for the ride um listening, and I hope there's been a lot yeah. of nodding heads. And actually, if you disagree with anything that we've said, just jump on Instagram and let us know because we love a chat. So um
1: so someone DM'd and said that Arja Barber um also did some good commentary on this. So you can check out lots of people saying Sophie Milner did some good commentary on mm-hmm. this. I think Sophie did stories, so yeah, Bobby has gone. Um but yeah in fact two people said about Arja so um yeah maybe check out her stuff as well mm. Stephen someone also said Stephen did a good
2: reaction yeah that's um, the podcaster guy Stephen Barnett but
1: I yeah, guy, yeah I'm
2: I'm not sure about him coming out and saying what he did yeah.
1: because <laughs> yeah that's maybe like his the point top. is right like he's right you know women do but like I don't think yeah the the kind of context of him also agreeing with it and then not sort of, you know, I don't know. But I, I think with all this stuff, I don't think there is a right and wrong. I think there is a nuance. We can't always we don't have to set the side of one not calling her out at all and sitting silently versus going to the comments and DMs and or, you know, sharing sort of sarcastic videos about this Molly and etc. It doesn't have to be those two ends of the scale. There can be like a sort of weird uncomfortable gray area where you can sit and be like I don't agree with her I don't agree with the backlash what can I do to. um, You know actually try and help fix some of the issues or raise awareness within my own circle. Um, So yeah it's not always for and against It's sometimes like well it depends it's sometimes most 40 minutes it depends yeah <laughs> and
2: it's a it's a 40 minute discussion on a podcast rather yeah. than a yes or no
1: <laughs> I know and the irony is like we're saying you know this should be last let's just shut up and move on and whatever but like you know sometimes it it's quite therapeutic for us I think to, to chat it
2: through I think also the next time something like this happens because there will be a next time then we know where we stand and the more we talk mm. about it and the more we talk about it with our friends because I mean everyone's bloody talking about this which is also ridiculous like just you know okay. leave it alone but the more we can then spread this message or actually have thought about it before we start talking back and calling our names mm. the better really so that's mm. where I stand
1: fully fully with you right well <laughs> should ask people to subscribe you <laughs> normally would be like like and subscribe but we don't know when actually we'll you know what
2: <laughs> follow us on insta because yes. we still use it even though we're not podcasting all the time it's basically just a troll account lucy and sarah just troll <laughs> me on it uh,
1: but. <laughs> The other day, follow it. me and sarah me and sarah were at. in fact it was at my birthday but she sadly couldn't make tara and um we made a close friend story for the close friends and just added tara and we're just like shit posting that weird photos seriously oh my god oh but yeah follow follow us in close friends and we do stories like once a month when we're together and yeah, yeah it's, a bit, it's a fun
2: that's fun all right thanks for listening and um we'll hopefully be back at some point when some other shit storm hits
0: the world (laughs) (laughs) thanks guys Bye. Bye. bye